without a guardian redeemer. May he become famous throughout Israel. He will renew your life and sustain you in your old age. For your daughter-in-law, who loves you and, and who is better to you than seven sons, has given him birth. Then Naomi took the child in her arms and cared for him. <clears throat> the women living there said, Naomi has a son. And they named him Obed. He was the father of Jesse, the father of David. Huh. This, then, is the family line of Perez. Perez was the father of Hezron. Hezron, the father of Ram. Ram, the father of Aminadab. And Aminadab, the father of Nashon. And Nashon, the father of Salmon. And Salmon, the father of Boaz. Boaz, the father of Obed. Obed, the father of Jesse. And Jesse, the father of David. Would you pray with me? Lord, lead us this morning in your word. Father, season my words with grace in such a way that I speak only your word and your truth. And what we need to hear this morning to bring us great rejoicing, joy rejoicing in you, our sovereign God and our Redeemer. Amen. Genealogies. Genealogies, that's... Um, what is it about this one, though, that is so different from so many of the others that we read in Scripture that we either struggle with because the names we have a hard time even pronouncing, so we just kind of go blah, 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 and we rush through them, or we just skip over them and get on with the good stuff. Why would we pause at this genealogy and wonder about its significance to this story and to the whole story of redemption. Well, maybe, maybe it's because this one reminds us of another very important genealogy that we never skip over, the genealogy of Jesus. Because after all, we, we find that this genealogy is actually packaged into that one which gives all the more significance to this one. Because we have more information to work with to go back and look at this than what they did. And the story of Ruth is set right in the midst of this genealogy. It reaches back and also forward. And we have Ruth sitting right in the middle of this genealogy. When we look both back and then forward, we realize that the sovereign Lord, our Redeemer, has been guiding every detail of not just this story and the lives of each person and event in it with his tender, loving care, but also every interaction of every event 
every circumstance, every relationship, every choice, and even every tragedy before and after this story to accomplish one purpose. Through this chesed that we have been talking about all through this series, through this chesed, God demonstrated in this story that he is the one who provides a redeemer. Remember the women declared, praise be the Lord who this day has not left you without a guardian redeemer. This story sets the stage for how God, out of his loving kindness that has said, his faithfulness to Abraham fulfills the, his covenant promise that he made to him, that through him, through his seed, all the families of the earth would be blessed. And then it sets the stage for an everlasting kingdom that would start with David and have its fulfillment ultimately in Christ our perfect Redeemer. It is in this genealogy that gives us great significance. This genealogy gives great significance to the lives of each person in this story that we find in Ruth. And without it, nothing here would even make it into the local newspaper, much less the front page. Well, there might be a brief note under legal transactions, but I suppose that's about it. But while these ordinary, common, everyday people did act in extraordinary ways that certainly pleased God and worthy of note as examples of godliness, as we have examined over the several weeks, examples of godliness, nothing happened here that was earth-shaking. No special message from God, no angel or prophet, no miraculous sign, no major achievement that would go into the history books. Certainly there were good lessons as we saw over the past several weeks. We saw throughout the gracious, loving hand of God at work in the lives of Naomi and Ruth and Boaz. And we saw, especially in the life of Ruth and Boaz, God's loving kindness has said on full display. But when we come to this genealogy, we have to pause and go back and look at it again. And we realize that there is much, much more to this story. It points us forward through Obed not just because through him a name was redeemed and restored, but points to King David and ultimately to Christ. Interestingly, if we go all the way back to Genesis, we go to, Shem, or excuse me, we go to Seth and to his first offspring, Enosh, which means simply man. He gives man a new beginning. And it says that at that time, men began to call on the name of the Lord. Similarly, Obed 
His name means worshiper. And that gives a hint of this direction that God is taking out of these people who, remember that Andrew pointed out earlier at the beginning, the context in which people were doing what was right in their own eyes in the midst of the judges. This is the context of this whole story. People were doing what was right in their own eyes. Enter Obed, the worshiper. And that carries us forward, you see, to David and ultimately to Jesus. And when we look again at the story in light of genealogy, it causes us to reflect all the more on the significance of every moment, every event, every choice, and the acts of faith in the face of risks and the character of each of these people in this story. And we reflect on the importance of every detail and why everything had to happen exactly as it did. and all that it took to have the outcome that it did. And we may even wonder about the what-ifs. What if they hadn't gone to Moab? What if Ruth hadn't come with Naomi? What if she didn't glean in the field of Boaz? What if... We are left in awe at the sovereign grace of God in assuring that everything fell into place as it should that led to this particular outcome and this genealogy with no one missing. I don't know how many of you have gone and you know, looked at genealogies your lineage or done that, you know, DNA. But as you do, I know for me, when I look back at those, it's like I think, what did it take going forward for me to even exist? What if one person did not meet this other person? And it's by the sovereign grace of God moving through history, moving in our lives to accomplish His purposes. And all the interactions that bring us into this story, that bring us into God's story, that bring us the gospel. To put it in the context with the whole of God's message of redemption. Let's take a leap forward into the whole genealogy all the way up to Jesus. And since this is the day after Christmas, let's take a look back from that vantage point. Imagine with me for a moment that you are glancing in on Mary the day after the day after Jesus is born. And as she holds him in her lap, looking into his face and talking to him as a new mother might. You've probably seen that, right? 
Perhaps you've done that. Even though you don't, you know your baby doesn't understand, but you just want to talk to your new baby anyway. And she begins to tell him a little about his earthly connections. In some way, it isn't so much for baby Jesus as it is for herself, trying to wrap her head around how amazing the sovereign grace of God is and how far His grace reaches. So for Mary, the story of Ruth might be very important since Jesus is the fulfillment of all of God's covenant promises, including the promises to Abraham and to David. And it's no wonder she broke out into that doxology that we read in Luke 1, which you can go back and take a look at that toward the end of the chapter. Maybe there was something about her connection to Bethlehem that gave this story significance. Maybe she saw a little bit of Boaz in Joseph in the way that he protected her. And so I can just imagine her wanting to tell this story not that she did. We're imagining here. So let's just imagine for the moment that, that she did. And after reciting as much of the genealogy as she could remember at the time, imagine she then focuses in on Ruth because she was, after all, in Jesus' genealogy. And maybe she felt a special connection. She may have been struck by how far God's said reaches and what it took to bring the Son of God into this world and the beauty of God's grace to those outside of God's covenant people to include them in his story of redemption and to make them part of his own. Ruth represents the rest of the world, all of us, to tell her story is to tell our stories. To tell her story is to see the extreme loving care of God in assuring how each one of us is brought into the story of redemption. That not one of us were passed over or left out or went unnoticed. Like Hagar recognized when she was in the desert, God is a God who sees. And he sees me. Imagine Mary telling Jesus, because of all the love of your Father in heaven, all the love he had for Ruth, who once was an outsider, and he has for the whole world, he gave you us or excuse me he, he gave you to us just look at what it took and all the people in just the right places at just the right time doing just the right things for you to be born in just the right time right here in Bethlehem and I am still amazed that God chose me. 
much like Ruth asked, why have I found such favor in your eyes that you notice me? That's a question we might ask when we consider our sinful condition. The answer, as we have seen in Ruth all through it, is found in God's loving kindness and grace and mercy and goodness. His chesed. It's who he is. (laughs) That's who God is. There is no way around it. I can't, we can't ignore this attention to every detail. God had already written Ruth into the story and he ensured that everything would play out so that she was brought into it and into God's covenant people so that through her, Obed would be born, causing the whole town to rejoice not even knowing at the time that the rest of the story was about him and how his birth would lead to David and eventually to Christ, our Redeemer. And in case you're wondering, God already had you written into his story of redemption. Just like Ruth, he had you in mind all along before time began to be redeemed and to be renewed it's God's chesed for you we are here by appointment like Obed to worship our redeemer chesed brought us here And it is the reason we rejoice. Would you pray with me? Oh, Lord, we rejoice in you and all that you accomplished through time and what you had in mind to bring us to yourself, how you brought Ruth to yourself. Lord, we are here looking back and also looking forward because of what you have done and what you will do. All the more to keep us rejoicing in you, our faithful Redeemer. We pray in Jesus' name, amen.